0: subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
1: Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth,
2: inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content,
1: you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX
3: Governance. Learn more at ibm.com/governance. IBM. Let's create
5: what's the
1: horror of dead generations hanging off the backs of my modern everyone society what what are we what are we doing that i start a podcast are we done great job robert so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go take five this is your favorite electoralism podcast it could happen here (laughs) um the podcast that says just
2: vote about it
1: come on you know how you voted yet can you vote a little harder
2: you know, if if I could vote right right now I would. I that is how dedicated I am.
1: I know, that's that we, everyone says that about you Garrison that you're yeah. always ready to vote. <laughs>
2: um oh, we have we have we have we have we have an update on the TikTok thing. Um we just this this just dropped. Um TikTok uh there is now a a, a, new, a new a new TikTok account launched to uh, boost Biden with young voters. Um it it already has 100 fans. Um this this isn't a joke. This is actually <laughs> Is that actual- real, Garrison? Because yes. that sounds
1: like, like a bad like a like a Jimmy Fallon Saturday Night Live weekend update <laughs> no, type no, joke. No, this is co- actually
2: completely, <laughs> completely <laughs> real. Oh no, we're we're
1: gonna have, we have uh, go to the polls
6: again.
2: A government funded Biden pro Biden TikTok account that's yeah. launched and it has a hundred followers, guys. Aww. It would be funny
1: if like you know, like the Gravel Institute, but good. They just steered it in really radical directions. So it did start like tweeting about <laughs> Zerzan and and the importance of destroying time. <laughs> the Biden uh, TikTok account embraces ecological sabotage.
2: I would, I would take, I would take, I would take government money if they paid me to do that. I'll, I'll say it.
1: I'll if, take if, government if, money for a lot of reasons. If they, pay,
2: if they paid me to make an unhinged TikTok mm-hmm. account. Mm-hmm. About how the scientists or the police then yes yeah. i would I would do
1: that <laughs> That's a fun joke for four people listening to this podcast. We're going to talk about the midterms yeah, so we're going count look official stance of the mostly anarchists who make this podcast voting is dumb, but uh it's also bad when certain things happen electorally, like a bunch of insane fascists uh winning elected office uh yeah. two things can be true.
2: Especially when people are really set on killing trans people right now. Yeah, that's real problematic.
1: Hashtag problematic problematic. things are gonna could happen as a result of the midterms. I think the by by far predominant media narrative is that the Democrats are heading for a shellacking. Um, Now, is that actually going to happen? The short answer is nobody knows because polling. We should all be we should all be accepting at this point that polling is not good at its job, generally. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, heads up, no one's really sure. Uh, there are certainly... Re- Number one, if this is a normal midterm election after a presidential election, Democrats should lose a not insubstantial amount of seats because that's yep. just usually what happens. The only time it didn't was the the midterm election right after 9-11, and everyone was out of their minds at that point. So you you can't really... Factor that one into the averages, and nothing like 9-11 has really happened. Like the Yet. war in Ukraine is a is a whole thing, but it's also not. I'm not I'm seeing any evidence that it's causing any kind of like political realignment or affecting support for Joe Biden in any meaningful no, way. No, every everyone's um, still
2: pretty economy based in terms of what they're what they claim to be their yeah, biggest factors for
1: voting. The war in Ukraine is uh, a huge deal. Obviously, um, we've talked about it a lot on on our shows, uh, but also it's it's foreigners and Americans don't care about foreigners when it comes to voting. So look, that's just reality. As a guy who's repeatedly tried to get Americans to care about things happening in other countries, we we don't. Um so uh, in the absence of anything that has co- that could cause some sort of massive political realignment, the most likely thing historically is that the Democrats are going to lose control of one maybe both houses of Congress um in a modest amount of seats. Um, So if that happens, if it's kind of within historical dimensions, um, then that won't be all that weird at all. Um, If it's a huge blowout, then that's a big deal. And if the Democrats don't lose or kind of barely lose ground, then those would both be big deals for different reasons. Um and again no one knows what's going to happen and no one on this podcast is going to make a prediction. We're just going to kind of try to talk about what what is is sort of evident right now. Well, you're
7: not allowed is, to legally make predictions, Robert.
1: I'm I'm not allowed to legally make predictions. Although I will make one prediction, which is that at <laughs> some point, at some point we're going to see Joe Biden's whole ass. <laughs> You heard may, it here and, first. And fifty percent odds. If we see the ass, fifty percent odds that you can <laughs> okay. see some balls. Fifty percent. That is. I, I've gone back and forth with my polling experts on this, and we're we're firm on that fifty. <laughs> coin flip. Coin flip for the coin purse. You know. Toss up. Toss up. Uh-huh. Toss up for the tossing of his salad, which you might will. be why we see his butt. Anyway, you Harrison. heard it here
2: first on it could happen here. It could. It could happen here.
1: <laughs> Right. That could happen here. It's right. not impossible. Someone has a picture of Joe Biden's butt, right? It's out there. So
2: yeah, so uh for every midterm um, the uh the House has uh, has um uh, has all their seats go up for every two years. Uh the Senate gets gets uh gets one third of seats up because they serve six year terms because we like having fun here. Um yeah. So it's it's going to be it's it's going to be interesting both because, I mean, yeah, I mean, obvi- obviously it's most likely that definitely Republicans will be, will win back a decent a number of seats inside the inside the House and probably um, make make the divide there less extreme, um, if not actually just like take the House. Also, the Senate's obviously more more of a uh, more of a toss up because we're only yeah. at a 50 50 stance on the Senate at the moment. Um, so that is definitely way more of a thing that they could totally seize. But even if they do seize it, that's not actually changing much, because uh, they're not it, we're not we're not able to pass anything through the Senate anyway. Uh, because we sure of- aren't. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter, <laughs> because yeah, be I mean, like it it, it. it would only really suck if um, Republicans get extreme control of both the House and the Senate. Yes. Um, but I think that's kind of unlikely in terms of getting like total it- control. Uh, and then we still have executives. So,
1: and, and yeah. it does part of why it doesn't seem so, too, super likely is that like in the last um, couple sets, in particularly 2016 midterms, the Democrats lost basically all of their most vulnerable seats, and so a lot of the seats yeah. that are coming up are less vulnerable, and they're, so it they're, would have they're to more traditional. Like, yeah, and that does mean that like if the Democrats lose a bunch more, then again, it's a much more significant sign that we're seeing. Uh, pretty pro- predict- potentially like pretty fashy political realignment uh, yeah. in in the United States. It's it again. There's not like evidence that makes me think that's particularly likely. Um, that's just what it would mean if that were to happen. And and I think probably the number one thing I would expect if there were some sort of gigantic epochal shift where the Republicans wind up with like sixty percent of the seats in Congress or something like that. Um, is they're gonna try to impeach Biden? Like they would have to, right? If they wound oh, up in control yep, yeah. of both houses, like they would have to try and impeach Biden. They got be the because of the rhetoric. It's the bit, you know. They gotta do the um, bit. Yeah. Which again, I don't. I'm not saying I don't think that is particularly likely based on what we're seeing. But like, if that happens, they're gonna do that. So yeah, I mean, it's not even a prediction. That's just like, well, they've been talking about it. Because like
2: because like on, on average, the president's party has lost about 30 uh, 30 house seats, yeah. uh, during midterms over the course of like the last century. Um, and Republicans only need to gain five seats to win the chamber. but uh, now now gaining five seats is not the same as winning five seats, obviously. Yeah, um, it's a net thing. It's a net thing. Yes. Yeah. So, like the party needs to, needs at least 218 seats to win control of the House. So Republicans are actually, they have to flip, they have to, they have to do the flipping. Um, and they have to flip actually a good number of them because, again, the seats that they do, the seats that, that Democrats currently have are all like pretty firmly Democrat. Yeah. Um, so there's, there is, there is less toss ups. And the other thing that's kind of interesting. Is that the uh, redistricting process that has been going on the past bit has seemed to kind of favor uh favor Democrats,
6: so oh, if, that if, will if be you, if interesting. If if, if you want to have a good time, uh, go go look at what ha- go look at what the Democrats did to the Illinois map. It is hilarious. Yeah. It's weird. like there is a district that is mm-hmm. like it starts in the like in the north in the south side of like the south side mm-hmm. of Chicago, mm-hmm. and the district shit. ends like literally, like, like nine-tenths of the way down the state in, like, a tiny town <laughs> in Southern Illinois. And it's, like, and it's really funny because, like, like 80% of what was going on there was, like, Southern Illinois, like, elected a Nazi to the House. Yeah. The Democrats were, like, how how can we... Well, the funny thing is also, like they didn't even do the optimal gerrymander because they're cowards and fools. But, yeah, like, this, you know, okay, like, the, the, the maps are always constantly gerrymandered and part of the reason the democrats have been just like getting smashed for the last decade is that when they lost the 2010 election they lost control of uh like the the gerrymandering yeah and so that like fucked them for like a decade and they've gotten to a a position that is slightly better for them but you know, again, the, 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 like the, the important thing to actually take away here is that, like, basically every like every every election that happens in the U.S. on on it, like for the House is rigged like before it starts, like at least partially because gerrymandering
1: yeah. is just legal and you can do it. I mean, it's amazing to me that they're they're connecting these little rural areas to the south side of Chicago because, and I'm sure you're aware of this, Christopher. It's the baddest part of town, and and if you go there, <laughs> you just better beware of a man named Leroy Brown. Now. <clears throat> You know, Leroy Brown he stood about six foot four. Um, all those downtown ladies called him Treetop Lover. All the men just called him Sir. You know, bad, Why? bad Leroy Why? Brown, baddest man <laughs> in the whole damn, baddest man in the whole damn. This is important electoral stuff, Sophie. He could win. He's badder than old King Kong and meaner than a junkyard dog. So out of, out of so uh, um. About 61 house
2: races are seen to be uh, viewed as competitive out of 435. Um,
1: but out of those 61... I mean, again, amazing democracy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, so, and, and and out of those 61, only about 16 are actually kind of viewed as toss-ups at the moment. Uh, with seven of those seats currently held by Republicans, yeah. eight of them being held by Democrats, and one new seat in the, in the uh, state of Colorado. Ooh. Um, so yeah, like it, it does seem like in order for Republicans to really uh get more control of the House, they have to actually flip more traditionally democratic uh territories. So like they're kind of they have to do most of the actual like work here, um to actually get those things flipped. But again, I, I don't I don't trust Democrats' ability to be able to hold on to what they have anyway. So who knows?
1: Yeah. Shit. I mean it, it it's it's one of those things there's a lot of talk about like how incompetent the Democrats are and there's a, a pretty interesting article that dropped oh gosh where was it about how millennial support for Democrats is like at its lowest point in recent memory or, or oh I wonder support, why yeah yeah um,
7: <laughs> millennial here it's because they don't do anything it's because it's...
1: they say they're going to do a number of very popular things and then do not do them Cancel so, student but dead. also again The people who gerrymandered all these districts, and as a general rule, just the the data we have on how midterms seem to go, all factors in the fact that that young people don't vote, you know? Um, So the fact that the Democrats are worse than normal with youth may not actually have a huge impact on the midterms at this state, especially – again, there's not as many – At least, based on the polling we have, which is again imperfect, doesn't seem like there's a tremendous amount of super competitive districts.
2: No, and it does seem to be the the group of people that will be the most interesting deciding factor right now is uh, boomer women. Seems to be the ones that are are actually they're going after. I I don't like that. Um, I don't
1: like that boomers are allowed to vote. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of there Get him out of there
7: On that note On that note Should we take a quick Little Addy break
2: You know who uh-huh. else Doesn't want you to vote <laughs> All,
7: that, that is true Garrison It's, it's, it's the Washington State Patrol <laughs> the, the
2: oligarchs Who support
1: this podcast <laughs> Oh God.
4: Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin.
1: Oh, we're back. And we're again talking about the elections in the south side of Chicago. And there's a lot of reasons to wonder how this is going to go. And I just want to point out <laughs> that Leroy Brown keeps a 32 gun in his pocket for fun and a razor in his shoe, which should be factored in when you're thinking about, you know, how things might go down on election day.
2: Thank, are, are thank you, you for that for that critical analysis from uh, mm-hmm. Robert Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really, really on the cusp there. Um, thank you. Yeah, it's. uh. We are, we are, we are lucky to have such an academic mind
1: on the pod. <laughs> uh, I say that a lot, but I'm, I'm glad someone else is finally.
7: <laughs> uh, should we talk uh, uh, Senate Senate seats that are potentially going to flip, even though Garrison doesn't want to?
2: Yeah, I read the article and I didn't. I found it kind of boring, and I didn't find them to say anything super interesting. Um, but yes, we can. Uh, so one of the one of the ones we got here is in Pennsylvania. <sighs> it's oh, is it
7: is that the one that's open?
2: it is the one that is open. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, the, 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 the seat, the scene opened up when the Republican Senator Pat Toomey, good for him for yeah. having a funny name, uh, no, announced that he, he, he would not be announced <laughs> that he would not be having, uh, he, he would not be running for reelection. So, so yeah, there's the, 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 the Lieutenant governor is, is, is running in the democratic primary and raising a good, good deal of money. Um,
7: that's cool.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, a uh, Trump has, uh, has, uh, has, has stepped in, uh, to, f- to fight between, between the two, the two, uh, the two candidates, which we have David, D- David McCormick, which is a former hedge fund manager and his, uh, Republican mm. opposer is a uh, friend of the pod, Dr. Mehmet
1: Oz. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. I have to care about a fight between Dr. Oz and a hedge fund manager. <laughs> American democracy, ruled. awesome,
2: cool. And do you want to guess who Trump endorsed between the hedge fund minister and the and the good doctor?
1: It's got to be Doctor Oz. Yes, of course it is.
7: Yeah, doc- <laughs> they let Doctor Oz speak at CPAC. Yeah,
2: yes, he's
7: hot. so. Immediate, immediate endorsement. Which is funny because
2: the hedge fund guy specifically pl- went to Mar-a-Lago to 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 like help get Trump's support, um, <laughs> and then Trump oh, endorsed but, oh, the bro. No, endorsed her good God. doctor. Was he? Was like, he
7: like? Was he like? Hey, like, what's your TV ratings? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. You, you're, if you're, you you don't have a T. Like you were not. Oh no, no, no.
1: Donald yeah. Trump is not a dumb man. He's just a very focused one, and the only thing he is focused on is the same thing that Dr. Oz is good at, which yes. is getting buzz, attention. Yeah.
2: Um. So yeah, it's it's seemed to be kind of a toss-up between uh these two Republican candidates. Both both are both are pretty wealthy. Both are spending millions and millions and millions of dollars. Um. And it's it's it is it is expected to be the most expensive uh race in the whole country. Because of the hedge fund guy, because of Dr. Cool. Oz, and then the, the De- then the the one Democrat lieutenant governor John Fetterman, um, who seems to who is raising a lot of money for uh on on uh, on the for the from the Democratic establishment. So yeah, um, what else? That's that's the metalhead, right? I don't know. I don't know.
6: I I want to talk about Ohio for a second because okay. there's been some stuff Ugh. out of there that is it is because it, it is also sucks. open. Yeah, so it's open, and the guy who's running on the Democratic side is Tim Ryan, who's like a weirdo, and like has sort of been a like a, on the right wing of the Democratic Party for a long time. But like, so Tim Ryan's doing this like it's being called economic populism. Oh, oh boy. Thing. Where oh, well, okay good. yeah it's so, fun uh, so so uh, let, let, let let's let's Kiwi let's read a Long quote
1: shirt out of the oh. out yeah of so so really let's, quick. Let's, let's
6: let's 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 read some uh, Ryan quotes uh, China it's definitely China one word China it's us versus China huh. so this, this this is this is his his campaign basically okay. is what a
7: lyrical seems, genius what are you talking about I mean
6: I, I gotta say it seems very <laughs> hinged for one thing. yeah super I mean, it, it hinged. Hurts. It's an interesting thing because it's like, OK, so he's trying to do the like, ah, we're going to we're going to do economic populism. We're talking about how China is like uh, taking jobs away from the Rust Belt. But it's also funny because like he's against Medicare for all. Like, well, so am I. So like he's like he's like not like a he, he's not actually like like. Like on the left in any serious way, but, you know, and there's there's this whole thing like he's he's running as a NAFTA, which is interesting because like, you know, if, in terms of economic populism, like. Obama did run on that. Like Obama ran on get on on uh, being against NAFTA, and this is part of how he just like absolutely clobbered, uh, uh, John McCain. But like you know, the Democrats will will literally never do anything about that. But like yeah, it, you know, but there's 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 this whole sort of factor here where where Ryan's big thing is he's anti-China. He's,
2: he's anti. He's anti-China. He 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 tried to be the House Speaker multiple
6: times. Yeah, and yeah, and and, and oh. the, there's just you know the, the thing that's interesting about it is is it. it, it so he he's getting a lot of support for the like so, so Asian American groups in Ohio were like hey what the fuck are you doing, and he was just like I yeah I don't care um and just has awesome. kept, kept doing it and and it's interesting because there's this sort of like he, he's getting a lot of support from like Republicans for this like you'll you'll you, there's, there's been a lot of columns from sort of like Republican columnists who are like well I'm, I'm pro free trade but also like this whole opposing China thing is good and, and I, th- I think it's there, there's an interesting dynamic going on here where you have this like th- this is a very very old tradition in in, Amer- in american i guess you could call it american labor of there being this kind of like well okay so the, the solution to all of our economic problems is that china's taking our jobs away i mean like you can see this like literally in the 1800s this was happening and you know what happened in the 1800s was that uh they ethnically cleansed the entire west coast and like most mm-hmm. of the
7: the sunbelt states,
6: yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, a lot of, a lot of states are just mining going on. They, yeah, this is like they just like ethnically cleanse all the Asian people out, and you know, this is, I think, worrying in a lot of ways because it's, it's the Democrats so far haven't really gone as hard on this as they were going in 2020. But this kind of stuff gets really, really bad really quickly, and you know okay like the 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 worst of the anti-asian violence has been largely coronavirus stuff but like if you go back to the 80s when this exact same thing was happening with japan that got really really bad very quickly
1: people got murdered mm-hmm. um yeah a yeah, lot of so, michael Crichton books were written with plots yeah. that are very racist <laughs> now in
3: retrospect yep, yeah yep
6: and you know and i i think i think it's important to remind people that like you know, like, yeah, there like there there were a lot of jobs that got moved from the u s. to China, and that happened because corporations were trying to find a where where you know like this, this is the thing that corporations did, not like the Chinese people, and the other part of the reason it happened was that the Chinese government fucking murdered like literally like just machine guns, a bunch of trade unionists outside of Tiananmen. and you know that like that that had the effect of just like shattering whatever was sort of left of the chinese work of the organization, the Chinese working class. and so the factory worker in China who is making like, if they're lucky, maybe like sixteen thousand dollars a year is not your enemy. Uh, despite what fucking Tim Ryan and all these assholes are are trying to tell you, it's that's it's just it's 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 not true. And the reason they're doing this is because they're trying to get you to not look at the people who are actually fucking stealing all of your money. So
7: he also seems pretty yeah. pro cop.
1: Yeah, he sucks. Oh, the Democrats are all pro cop now. We have yeah. we have yeah. completely turned turned around on that one.
2: Yeah,
1: they were, were only anti cop for eleven minutes in twenty twenty when Yuck. everyone was was scared that things were going to go Minneapolis in a lot more places.
7: Yeah, the in that eleven minutes was when Nancy Pelosi was oh, kneeling. God,
1: that eleven minutes ruled <sighs> though, not that part of it, but that a lot part, of parts of that it. That
7: part, that part keeps you me guys remember up at when it,
1: when. When the CEO of Target had to come out and be like, "It's cool if people yes! loot Targets," yes, I love that. that. That was maybe the peak. <laughs> oh. You know, well, and, and I, I will say this: if 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 you if you want that back,
6: you can do it again. You just have to you just have to burn a bunch of police stations and riot and loot things. Yep. So,
1: yeah, we can, Someone we can go back to Molotovs. To it, 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 yeah. it it that that's a thing that could happen. And if it were it could it, happen here, it, that's it the could bit. Could happen here. It, that is the bit.
2: I hope that Georgia doesn't. Flip, yeah. Let's let's talk about let's talk about let's talk about Georgia. Um, let's talk about Georgia. Cause yeah, we got uh, Rafael uh, Warnock, Warnock is running. Yeah, that's what I Yeah, is is running for his uh, first full term after winning the special election uh, last year. Um. So yeah, he's obviously trying to trying to like since since Biden bar- barely barely won Georgia in the in the last election, trying to kind of ride off of that that energy. But Biden's approval, like everywhere nationally, but in Georgia, his approval has taken quite the nosedive um, with like only like 33 percent saying he they approve of Biden's performance on the job. Um, and then on the uh, on the Republican side, we got the guy leading the race is a formal uh, former NFL running back, uh, Herschel Walker. Um, so he he has he has he has Trump's endorsement. Um so he's trying to trying to run off that, but he's he's pretty new. So it's kind of he's on, he's more he's more uh, he's it's it's unclear because he doesn't have a lot of political be- background. So who
1: knows what's gonna what's gonna what's gonna happen there? Um, well, and it's also one of the reasons why Warnock won in twenty twenty is that. While, as has been shown, people in his district aren't big fans of Biden, they just really were tired of Donald Trump. So it is kind of a question as to like, well, what is the degree to which a Trump endorsements going to matter a ton in this? Because the fact that they're now don't like Biden very much does not necessarily mean they're less exhausted at the thought of a Trump type guy coming in again. So another
2: another race that's open is actually North Carolina, Mm. um, which is which which is intriguing um what? so
1: that's huh
7: why well,
1: well it, it, north carolina's always had a pretty a reasonably prominent left mm-hmm. like it gets kind of like lumped yeah. in by democrats as like a right-wing state but it's not i mean there's a, a, certainly strong elements of that there's a lot going on in north carolina
2: yeah i mean it, the the person that they're they're trying to run is uh is a uh, 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 uh cherry uh beasley which is the first black black woman to serve as a uh, chief justice on the state supreme court um so she will probably win the primary. Republicans are still uh flip-flopping between their Trump backed candidate um and the former governor uh Pat um, McCrory. Um so it's that's that's still who's that's still kind reti- of a uh,
7: retiring? Is it is it
2: uh Burr? Uh yeah, R- 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 Richard Burr is retiring. Hi uh, R- Republican Richard Burr. Hi. So yeah, it, it seems like <sighs> Republicans don't really think uh, Jerry Beasley is going to be much of a threat. Um, and again, Biden's approval rating is also n- nosediving at around 40 percent. Um, so it's it's the, the Democrats. They can just hopefully hopefully wish that be- there's a, because of the vote is so split on the on the Republican side, if they can stoke, stoke, stoke divisions there and just coast by but they don't seem to be doing much much work in North Carolina actually in terms of trying to like gain ground. So yeah. Eh, eh, yeah. Yeah. It's cuz again, like the primary is going to be in May. So it's there's there's enough time to get support behind one Republican candidate. So yeah. Let's see. I, I don't I think that's all of the ones that are open races, uh, yeah. but we also got more more stuff like in like a n- Nevada, Wisconsin, Arizona, Florida,
7: um, Florida,
1: Ru-
7: but Rubio.
1: I uh, oh, yeah, Flo Rida won a 22nd in the Eurovision Awards representing San Marino back in 2021. Uh
7: Isn't it it's Rubio's seat that he It It is Rubio, yes. Oh, that would be so Um, that would be so fun. I would
1: like I do enjoy the thought of bad things happening to
7: Mark. Oh, that would be so fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Currently Rubio is leading in the polls, but it's not it's not uh it it isn't above fifty percent. It is so it is it's it's pretty it's still it's it's close, but I I've, I'm not gonna get let down by Florida. I refuse. You can't. No. You can't.
1: <laughs> never expect good things from Florida or Texas. Or Texas. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is the general rule. And never count out North Carolina.
2: Yeah. Oh. Sure. I. That uh-huh. is. That is. But do,
1: that is, do do as a Texan. Do count out Texas. Look, if it happens, if it and it's good, <laughs> that that'll be lovely. But don't don't hinge your mental health on it. Oh. Well, um, do you know what you should hinge your, your mental health on? The products and services that support this podcast that is right Robert you got that is it a little bit too literal to our major advertiser Garrison
0: <laughs> that's why I did it <laughs> baseball fans
4: Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin.
5: Today? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone! Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over twelve hundred games! Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at high fivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary, void we're prohibited play responsibly conditioned supply. See website for details.
4: High Five Casino.
2: I also hope Rubio gets kicked, Sophie. Oh, welcome back. We're talking about uh,
1: the thing. I was just going to make threats of violence against a a sitting representative. but That that is one of our favorite things, isn't it? That is one of our favorite things. That's why we're launching a new podcast, the Actionable Threats Against Congressman cast.
7: Do we know anything about the person who is running against Rubio? Do they have a chance?
1: Do they have a chance?
2: That I is mean, a good it's question. I mean Florida,
7: so probably not, but because mm. you can't rely what, on Florida as we what previously we, discussed, but do Val we-
2: Val uh, Val Demings is is uh is is waging the fight against against Rubio. Um and uh it the it looks like the funding is actually pretty pretty That's, pretty similar in okay. terms of both having around 20 million dollars in in funding. Um but there is a lot of other democratic challengers uh we, there's but i mean the devings is the one that's going to do it but there's a shocking amount of others like there's still like other millions of dollars getting spent on other challengers which are not going to succeed again great great
1: great way to do democracy yeah we really have it (laughs) locked down um it is cool that santa claus is running for governor of alaska uh and see they have a first past the post system i think he's running for governor yeah santa claus is yeah, there's a guy who's the mayor of the North Pole, which is a town in Alaska, who legally pre- changed his name to Santa Claus. That's funny. You know, he's a big uh, it, Bernie supporter. <laughs>
2: that is okay. That's pretty rad. It is pretty dope because I, I know Santa Claus has been doing more uh, more acting recently. So it's, mm-hmm. it's he good has, to see been, him.
1: Yes, uh, I, I I mean I can't wait to see the new Crashmore film. I mean, I'm, um, I'm pretty excited about that as well.
7: For, vote for Santa. Vote for mm-hmm. Dunleavy. Vote for Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
1: What are we what are the,
2: we what are we other, th- other thing I wanted to mention is that um uh, is that in terms of like, you know the other recurring bit we've been having is uh people thinking that elections aren't actually real um <laughs> a, a fun bit so that is a we fun have bit. only forty seven percent of Republicans are confident that the, that the midterms will be conducted fairly and accurately um so that's, that's less good. than half that's, that's a, th-
1: that you know what that is is a recipe for stability.
2: That's less than half <laughs> compared to 76 percent of Democrats who think they'll be fair and, and accurate. Um, mm. Yeah, Sounds but also like that's not
1: going to be a problem. Also, uh,
2: Republicans are more sure that everyone who wants to vote will be able to. They, they just don't think the votes will be counted. Uh, uh-huh. but, but they think everyone who has access to voting is can do it easily. Whereas Democrats say that uh, voting access is more of an issue that actually could impact elections. Um, yeah. which is, you know, if you actually look at stuff
6: is actually true. Um, well, yes. At, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, we have, we have one of the, like, the fact that our elections are ran by volunteers is like one of the most absolutely batshit things on earth. Yeah,
1: it's, it's low key and existential threat to everybody listening to this. Yes. Yeah.
6: And I mean, it's, and, you know, and, and this is one of the things I would say about sort of electoralism is that, like every, every single You probably won't hear about it that much this year because it's not a presidential election. But every single time there's 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 an actual presidential election, there's a bunch of stories about how a bunch of people waited in lines for fucking seven hours because there weren't enough stations. They didn't set them up in the right places, and uh, nothing ever will. Literally, will ever be done about this. This has been like I I remember I remember stories about this when I was like ten. And it is. It it will never change. Nothing will ever be done about it. Every single time it happens, people say that they're going to do stuff about it and they don't. And uh, yeah, so that's that's fun. Uh, The elections are kind of pre-rigged already. (laughs) For other fun kind of statty things
2: to help with to help with, like trying to, you know, get the temperature of the room. So about uh, half of white voters, 51 percent, say that they would vote for a Republican candidate uh 37 percent say that they will vote democrat uh i know i talked with i mentioned this briefly but 52 percent of women aged 15 up say that the economy is not working well um and that's going to strongly impact their their electoral choices and this is what a lot of people are kind of looking towards in terms of indications of how they're going to vote and how results could be in, in, in the end is like uh you know, older older women who are Gen X and um uh, and um uh, and Boomer women are seem to be kind of the people to go after at the moment. Um, so yeah, fifty fifty two percent say that they don't like the economy and it's not working well. That's up from seventy. Sorry, that's up from thirty seven percent in twenty nineteen. Um, and it's, it's most of it's around like day most of it's around like day to day budgets. Uh, so that's 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 good. That's uh that's an interesting thing in terms of how how propaganda can be shifted around that. We know we've even seen that around like the war in Ukraine with like with like uh gas prices and stuff. We have uh in terms of back to how kind of looking at looking at uh people of what race is generally trending towards what what thing, yeah, so over half say they do Republicans, about a third say they vote for Democrats if if, if they are white. On contrast, we got like a, a larger majority of black voters, seventy-two percent, saying that they prefer the Democratic candidates. Seven percent prefer Republican. Uh, Asian voters prefer Democrat over Republican, uh, from a, about like a two-to-one ratio, which is a seven, uh, like sixty percent to thirty percent. And Hispanic voters also favored Democrats at about fifty percent, while Republicans have about twenty-eight percent. Um, and the other interesting, other interesting stat pulled from uh Pew Research Center is that uh 70% of republicans agree that party control of 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 the house and senate is an important factor but only 60% of democrats believe that <laughs> so that means 40% of democrats don't think that the house and senate's important um which is a little wacky which is also uh, down from 7 points cuz uh uh in 2018 in in, in the same in this, under the same question 67% of 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 democrats said that they valued uh house uh house and senate control so that is so that that is down by almost 10 percent uh meanwhile the republican percentage points of that question have has turned it upwards which makes sense because of you know whoever's affecting who's ever in the uh ex- executive branch will will say oh yeah it's less important for the house and senate right so yeah, also under like. Trump say it's it's less important now to them it's more important
6: you know and i also think with the democrats there's an angle of this which is like OK, so we gave them power for two years and they did kind of nothing. Yeah, like what? It, it feels like nothing like
2: they. Well, <laughs> actually, that's, that's not true. They gave they gave police more money. They gave uh, they gave the Pentagon lots and lots more money. The most La- amount of money ever. Largest um, ice budget ever. Largest two, ice budget. Which was yeah,
6: okay, fun, but
1: I- With global warming, we're going to need more ice. Y'all like, come on, come on. Uh huh. I'm sure That was it That was the joke That's the joke Temperature joke Yes, I understand It's also Um, a climate refugee joke though Oh, double Mm -hmm. Double meanings That's what we call A double entendre You got (laughs) it That's how you pronounce The French, Garrison
2: But yeah It's only 17% Of uh, female voters Age 15 and older Have decided Who they're going to vote for In November Um, So That is wacky I don't don't. know
1: with so many good choices how could they not know
2: <laughs> so yeah they're really they're really really trying to pull from there and where do women over 50 spend a lot of time on typically Face- facebook.com um so yeah facebook is facebook and the gop are really trying to do a lot of stuff to influence elections right now as we detailed in our last episode around uh, around facebook and the gop funding all of the anti tiktok stuff and funding all the pro facebook stuff they really want people to be on Facebook because it turns out that's how they spread their propaganda the best. Um, and yeah, specifically with women age over fifty, that's like the prime demographic for Facebook. So <sighs> neat. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that is a that is a lot of the uh, a lot of the election notes that I had because again, I am as I I keep up with all of the electoralisms basically every day. I wake up every mm-hmm. morning. I go to. I go to that one polling website, um, yep. and I, I, Five, I, I yeah,
1: you you text me just the word vote every single morning. Garrison. <laughs> tell the truth, your secret. And Leo always, Polster. always, here's what's weird: always using a different phone.
7: Tell the truth, your <laughs> never the same, same number Polster. twice. Tell us, mm-hmm. tell us the truth.
1: But yeah, well, that it, is... it's not that they're a pollster; it's that one day Nate Silver woke up with a splitting headache, and Garrison leapt fully formed out of a <laughs> hole in the
2: side of his skull. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in terms of all of like the anti-trans stuff, that it's actually worth focusing on. Obviously, the ICE stuff's really, re- re- really depressing in terms of Biden getting in office and giving ICE millions and millions of, of more dollars. You're like, great. Um, but, you know, it seems like if more Democrats are in office right now, it seems like that will make life slightly easier for trans people. So that's it cool. Is,
1: it, it's, you know, it's the the thing you always have to accept with our democracy, which is that It's foolish to say that the elections don't matter because they do, because, for example, price caps on insulin or not passing more laws to make life a nightmare for trans people really does matter. But certain horrible things like uh, the continued dominance of extractive industries that are pushing us towards climate disaster or uh, the expansion of the carceral state and militarized policing in many different forms and the militarization of the border, that's gonna keep right on trucking, no matter who's in charge. And the elections don't matter for that. So far, maybe someday they will, but uh, I, I'd have to see it happen. To you know, I believe do believe it's possible. I, I do got
2: good news for you, though. Mm. Is that the White House is launching a new TikTok campaign and it already has a hundred followers after like? Why, why two don't weeks. you
1: why, why, why don't you refresh that TikTok, Garrison? And let's see how much they've gained since we started this episode. I want to see what <laughs> give, they're up to.
2: Give me a give me a sec.
1: Because I'm curious if I've gained more followers on Twitter than they have on TikTok at <laughs> this period
2: of time. I'm I'm checking I'm checking I'm checking. All right, here we go. I'm gonna do it. Um the the account is called Building Back Together. So already pretty catchy. Um, how do they keep making these phrases worse? I know they cannot. Oh, they are actually up. So, so the the last news article I looked at, they had ninety four followers. Now they're up to a thousand and eight hundred. Oh, okay. So no, the things are going better. They're, Garrison, I you think, owe, you owe I Joe Biden got, an apology. Guys, I think, I think we got this. I think we got it. We,
1: this is a good sign. We, anyway. Huh. I mean, there's uh, a good, there's a an article about the, uh, uh, the millennial whisperer or something like, oh wait, no, sorry. It's Dim's turn to Gen Z whisperer to show her up support. It's an article from a day ago from Real Clear Politics. Um that
2: that's 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 fun. You know what you know what Biden has to do? Biden has to get Mr Beast on the job and start making those oh, no, videos. Oh, it's from politico. Uh, and then I think I think I think I think we'll have this one in the bag. Um
1: yeah, I mean, Garrison, just based on my knowledge of you, the main thing that Joseph Biden could do to to prop up Gen Z support is to just start airdropping hormones uh to whoever wants them.
2: I think Airdropped hormones and airdropped uh, money—it would be the way
1: to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just funny, you could, I mean, you could appeal to the right by giving them HGH. There's a <sighs> lot of options here. Like, it doesn't have to be just one. Everybody likes all. some kind of hormone,
2: you know. Hormones for all. Hormones for all. Steroids and estrogen for everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like in terms of things that that Biden could do to actually gain to actually get stuff to do to get to like get enough support, is that he could start doing executive orders that actually do are that actually are helpful. Um, he could. They, we could, we could. They could really start rallying around their marijuana legalization bill. Mm -hmm. Um, like they like, hey, if you vote for uh Democrats in the Senate, we can pass this thing. But we need to have more Democrats in the Senate. Like they could do that. They could campaign. They could actually do things.
1: But they're not. (laughs) He could. He could. He could order the DEA to reschedule cannabis. That is a thing that the president can do. Um. He can and do more stimulus checks. He, he could can do, do a whole bunch of stuff. He could forgive a bunch of student loan that just honestly making tangible progress on federal decriminalization of marijuana and f- forgiving a bunch of student debt uh, in the time left before the midterms would be enough that it would be a lot harder for people to say Joe Biden didn't do anything. Yep.
2: There um, is
1: ways to counter the
2: arguments people are going to make. So
1: and they're, they're showy. Should... And by God, some of them are easy. Pot is a real real free free space i most of my family are like super right wing and absolutely none of them support marijuana being illegal anymore yeah most of them now smoke pot like it's like we you can make this happen joe
6: unfortunately the president of the united states is the man who wrote who wrote Planned columbia
1: so yeah. uh oopsie yeah. doopsie Oh, just parts of it. Come on. He claimed responsibility for all of it. <laughs> he sure did. He sure did. <laughs> he really did. No one talked he about sure it. Did. It's <sighs> super funny. Um, so not about all the deaths because a lot of people died. But so
2: that is our that's our little rundown on the yeah. midterms as it stands at this moment. There still is primaries happening. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, stuff's going to keep going. But yeah, if 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 if, if Democrats actually want to stay in office, which I'm not sure if they actually do, but if, but if they do, they could actually just start doing things. Um, mm-hmm. Things that are not hard. That, remember, would, would, that, would, uh, that would actually, you know, if you want young people to vote for you, maybe you, you could give them drugs, whether that be estrogen or weed. And that might make them excited.
1: Joe Biden's famous saying, vote out with your scrotes out.
7: It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com/sources. Thanks for listening.